everyone. Welcome to another episode of Childhood Remastered. This is the podcast where we look back on the cartoons and shows of our youth and see if they're still worth a damn. Or not. Or not, which is far too often the case. Today we are going to finish up our discussion about 1986's own The Real Ghostbusters. Not to be confused with Funimation. No. No gorillas in this show. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the, the gorillas. Uh, so the, the Funimation show has these two guys and a pet gorilla, and they ride in an old jalopy Yeah, uh, that comes to life. I told Sean earlier that I, I kind of want to cover that show at some point, because it's, it's a lot of fun, actually. I will, on that note... We're drinking something different today. We're, we're not drinking the Ghostbusters uh, drink we were drinking. So yeah. the last two episodes, we got a hold of Dan Aykroyd's vodka, the, the Crystal, Crystal Head, Head Vodka, uh, and we combined it with Heisey Ecto Cooler. But today, we are going to do Mama's Little, Mama's Mama's little, little ye- uh, Yellow Pills. Yeah. I like this beer. It's a good drinking beer. Yeah, it's uh, from Oscar Blues Brewing in Colorado. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to do that today, and we're going to jump right into episode five, which yeah. is called Troll Bridge. Troll Bridge. So... This episode starts with um, a sort of dark silhouetted trolls coming out of water. Yeah. And one of them comes out, it's a small one, comes out of water, jumps into a uh, sewage gate grate, jumps through that and goes into the sewer. And then a couple other ones like look for them. And you're thinking, at the beginning of this episode, you're thinking, okay, this troll is running. This, you're assuming it's a troll it's by, the, by the name of the episode. You're assuming this troll is running from something. Like, he's trying to get away from these guys because these guys are bad and he's like the good one. You know, you're thinking like troll in Central Park type stuff. Something, yeah. So, he gets away and there's this whole montage of him going through the sewer, like going there's, into the water, yeah, flowing through a pipes. bigger troll looking for a smaller one. Yeah. And so, he... So, the smaller troll is flush-toned. In in a really kind of creepy way. Yeah, he's it's weird. Naked. Yeah, he's full. He's a full on flesh golem. <laughs> he's so creepy in this episode. So in the beginning, he's super creepy because he has no clothes. He's flesh colored, but he's got blonde hair and blonde and like this, this and a blonde giant head. giant schnoz. He's got a big fucking nose. Yeah, it's kind of pointy looking. So he um, gets blows. He gets he gets gone. Like he goes through all the sewage pipes and then he ends up coming out of the uh, the manhole cover. And he gets out of there, and he's on the street. He's, like, in an alleyway. And he hears someone coming, so he's like, oh, shit. So he runs, and he hops into a uh, trash can. And a guy comes out, and he's like, rigger, friggin', rigger, rigger. He's like, yo, somebody salmon it up with the, like, yeah, with like the, like, fake swearing. In the, yeah. The guy's coming from some sort of a restaurant or something. Yeah, which makes no sense, because he dumps trash into the trash can. And as he dumps the trash into the trash can, the, uh, the troll gets covered in, essentially, clothes. Like, he ends up... Putting on pants and having a jacket and a hat. So it's an unbuttoned long sleeve sh- uh, uh, shirt, a pair of chucks, and a Yankees hat and a pair of pants. Yeah, like all dumped out. You assume dumped out of the trash that the guy just threw in the trash can. Yeah, from so, a restaurant. Clothes from a restaurant. Yeah, just like it maybe makes he, no sense. Maybe he killed a gay hooker or something, and he's disposing of the. <laughs> it, it, this is this is 1986 New York. It's very possible. Yeah. So. Uh, it, it immediately cuts to the morning, and there are hundreds, hundreds of trolls. They're all like, 
animated differently, different colors, different shapes, different sizes. If you didn't know they were trolls, you wouldn't think that they were trolls. You'd think that they were just some kind of monster. Yeah, weird monster. That happens a lot on this show. There's yeah. like, they, they call them, quote, ghosts or something, uh, or trolls or whatever, but nothing really looks exactly like what their, their name uh, indicates they should look like, I think. Yeah, the animators take a lot of leeway in their designs for these for these various creatures, and, and that's a good thing because it, it shows a lot of creativity on the part of the uh, on the part of the animators. You have things that are supposed to be trolls, but when you look at them, you don't you don't necessarily immediately think that they're trolls. The same thing with ghosts, demons, whatever. You look at them, and, and everything is a really creative take on whatever the hell it's supposed to be. Well, just like the ghosts from the last episode. I mean, there's the one with the, the dog missing legs with the wheels on his cheeks. And, and the one with the tongue with that's a monster with another monster inside of it. I mean, there, there's... Even like the generic ghosts aren't all that generic. No, it, no. And it's cool. The, like the some, some like throwaway ghosts. Every once in a while you'll get sort of like this like shade looking ghost where it's, it's just really simple... But it's something that has happened after they've done something to it. You know, it, it's it's like a lesser form of itself. But but usually they have pretty good designs on these so things. So often these are... I mean, really, this show would be interesting enough as background with no volume. Because the animators do such a good job at making the, the core characters uh, animated well... And at having a bunch of these villains and ghosts look like weird shit to the point where you you're gonna stop what you're doing and take time to look at it and go what the hell what what is that yeah and and, and so that that's kind of what happens so there's so the bunch hundreds of, of trolls yeah they, they they take over the Queensboro Bridge and they start they start just wrecking cars yeah they're wrecking decks and getting sex uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they're destroying these cars and they're on the Queensboro Bridge yeah. And they, so, so the, uh, the 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 Ghostbusters are at home, and they're it's the morning time, right? It's morning time, and and uh, uh, Winston is making breakfast, and some of them are still in their pajamas, and Slimer is sleeping on Peter and slimes him. Yeah, he said that. That's actually kind of a funny one where where Peter wakes up and Slimer is like sleeping on his chest, and Peter wakes up and screams, and is like ah ah. Uh, and Slimer wakes up and does the exact same scream, and they're basically screaming at the same thing. But it's one of those things well, where they like don't know what screaming at each other. Yeah, they, they don't, don't know, know what. The, yeah, they don't know why they're yelling. <laughs> they're just ah 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 ah. And so Janine tells them to come downstairs, and they're watching the the news on the on the TV. Yeah, they're watching the news, and, and there's they a, see all the trolls. And the, stuff. Yeah, there's a reporter there who's basically like, you know, there's a bunch of trolls on the Queensboro Bridge, and I have to say, Ghostbusters. Help! So Ray makes this three Billy Goats Gruff reference. Yeah, which is you know most kids may not even know what the fuck Billy Goats Gruff is. Well, they would if they played Skyrim. They would yeah, actually. They would. That's true. <laughs> uh, but it's it's an old like kind of nursery rhyme story about trolls and crossing about, a bridge yeah, about, and about three Billy Goats who outsmart a troll and and defeat him to get over the bridge without right. being hurt. And there's this there's this uh, reference to it which seems kind of out of place, but it, it's like, kind of Ray's thing because <laughs> Ray seems to be perpetually stuck at being six years old. Yeah, I like I like how before they get in the car to go down to the bridge when they're li- when they're watching the news report after they after the guys like trolls on the bridge, Egon looks at the TV and he goes. Hmm. Trolls. <laughs> like, what? Like, like, as if he's like, oh, well, that explains everything. Yeah. Uh, 
at the same time, there are literally hundreds of NYPD officers there. In full riot gear. And one of them on a fucking horse. And one on a... One. Only one on a horse. Leading the cavalry charge. With tear gas and shotguns. Which is, like, kind of weird for a fucking cartoon. Like, it's like, well, this is the NYPD. We're Get going, off the fucking bridge or we are going to Trayvon Martin your ass. Get ready for stop and frisk, bitches. Yeah. And so they get... They're, like, they're all lined up ready to go. And, like, what I was thinking, too, is there's been... We're five episodes in now, and there's been several incidences where there's been something going on, but nobody exactly knows what it is. If it's a ghost, it's a monster, or it's a something. And the police are nowhere to be seen. Yeah, this is the first time we've that? seen the police, yeah. We have not seen the, the NYPD in five, and now we're five episodes in, we're finally seeing them. Do they not get these calls? At all? You know, maybe they do, and they just turn them away. They're like, well, fuck it. It's a, it's probably a ghost, so... No, I mean, at, at this point, they probably have an official stance that ghosts don't exist. So if you were a cop, and you got a phone call at 911, my house is haunted, or the, the dishwasher's trying to eat my child. They're like, you'd oh, be that's like, great. Call Ghostbusters. No, they'd be, like, they'd be like, stop fucking prank calling us, you piece of shit. Well, see, what I was thinking was maybe because as we were talking earlier, the Ghostbusters have like a standing order as a as a utility with the city. Yeah. So probably by now they're like not our problem. They're like not our problem. Uh, it's like if you have a leak on uh, your slab, you don't call the police. You know. Well, you uh, do if you want to get on uh, some funny internet show. Maybe. Well, maybe. Yeah. So if you don't so, get if you don't get ketchup with your McNuggets, you call the police. Uh, well, or you attack the drive-through worker. That, or that, that too. That always seems to work if you have meth in your system. So this um, episode, this episode has a lot of really, really funny Peter yeah, lines. Yeah, we were talking this, about this. This earlier episode, at I actually went back. I went back and I uh, I recorded a couple of lines from from Peter that I'll play during this episode. That he is a sassy fucking bitch in this episode. He, he is, is. He is a smarmy motherfucker. And it's not just that. It's his timing is good. I mean, his jokes are like so-so. Some of them are, are genuinely funny that I laughed at, but the timing is just fucking spot on. Yeah, like so, he does not miss a beat. Yeah, so at all. When when uh, so so kudos to the writing staff. For yeah, this, the writing the staff and Lorenzo Music, the great Lorenzo Music, who who provided the voice for all of those. May he rest in peace. May he rest um, in peace. So so the police are there. And they toss tear gas and they, try they to give attack. Him a, yeah, they give him a warning. they fail miserably. Yeah, they give him a warning. They're like, if you don't vacate the bridge, we're going to be forced to use tear gas. And so the... The, the trolls are basically the tro- like, Yeah, the trolls, tell them, so. the trolls tell them to pound sand. Yeah. And they're like, all right, fire tear gas. And they, so they launch tear gas over at the trolls. And the trolls take a big deep breath and they blow the tear gas back at the cops. And the cops all eat shit. Yeah, basically, and then the Ghostbusters show up like fucking celebrities. Yeah, and Ghostbusters, and Ray's excited that there are even trolls. He's like, "Oh, trolls!" Oh, and so this we were we talked about this line earlier. So this is where Trey's like, "I want to try something." Yeah, (laughs) so Ray's like, "I want to try something. Let's take the car out onto the bridge." Yeah, and and so they're like, "Uh, uh, "Okay," and so they're all in the car. And the trolls end up obviously attacking the vehicle. And so Egon makes, the, he has this like whole line about it. Maybe you'll play it. Yeah. No, wait. I wouldn't do that. Even if we were able to get out and blast them, as Ray says, before they completely destroyed Ecto 1, which is beyond probability, the streams might turn the trolls into stone or. Or what, Egon? The particle streams could make them bigger 
and very likely meaner. Well, you know, so Egon says something along the lines of, they're like, well, let's fucking blast them with the proton packs. He's like, well, that's not smart because one of two things could happen. Either they'll turn to stone or they'll get bigger and meaner. <laughs> yeah, and essentially, and then they're like, well, let's let's escape the car. And Did he pull like, that shit out of Tobin's spirit guide? Because I'm sure that when that book was written in like the 19 aughts or teens or whenever it was written, that... They weren't thinking about proton packs. So where is Egon pulling this information from? It's Egon making shit up. But uh, Egon making shit up is just as good as anything else. Well, I mean, Egon's supposed to be the smartest one. And, and so these Ray wants to try this thing with the with the trolls, and they, they the trolls attacked all the vehicles. Yeah, they all uh, and vote, attack theirs. They all vote to have Peter go out and talk to him because I think Winston says someone should talk to him, and then. Peter, and then he's like, Peter's so, like, yeah, that's a fucking great idea, Winston. Why don't you get out there and tell him I said hi? <laughs> and so this small troll in a in like hubcap armor and like red long johns. Yeah, it's, it's like fucking Mad Max. Yeah, it's totally Mad Max. Uh, he comes, uh, like we see him, and he takes off and goes to this like even bigger troll. Yeah, the big, the biggest troll, the biggest troll, wearing like a giant neck brace. <laughs> Yeah, he was wearing like a neck brace with like a like a luchador mask. You know what it looks like? It, it and looks a mohawk. Like, it a black looks mohawk. like it looks like um, Gambit's comic book outfit. It does. He's got like if, that helmet that or that 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 head part that goes up to like his hairline. Yes, but then combine that with a centurion helmet. Yeah, it's weird. It, no, it, it was, was just a mohawk. Yeah. It wasn't That's what a, I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it's like a Centurion, uh, like, helmet mohawk, but combined with Gamut's, uh, like, face, like, leather or whatever. Yeah, face, um, side face mask. So so Winston is like, yeah, we should go and try and talk to him. And, and Peter says, yeah, fuck, do that. Yeah, tell me how that goes. Tell him I say hi. And they all vote, to, even though it's Winston's idea. They're all like, you know what, all in favor of Peter going out there and talking to the, to the, to the trolls, say, raise your hand. And they all raise their hand, and Peter looks at them all, and he's like... Fuck you, assholes! <laughs> like, like send me to the do- wolves up it's, in here. It's man. exactly what they did in the first movie when they're like, "So much to talk to her," and then they all look at they, they both look at Peter, and he's like, "So, where are you from originally?" <laughs> and, then he, and then he turns around and shushes him, and yeah, then it's he, totally one of those moments. Yeah, and then he goes back into the thing. He's like, "All right, guys, the regular stuff isn't working." <laughs> like that's how he picks up chicks. That's what he was doing. Is it? <laughs> It was He's a like girl. trying to, yeah, it's trying to, trying to pick up on the librarian yeah. ghost. Yeah. So, so he goes out there, and we find out the econ can fucking speak troll. Yeah. So the troll, so the trolls. I'm wondering what language they're speaking. Some kind of old English or Germanic or something. Yeah, I'm thinking so, like an old Germanic. Yeah. Language. So the so he he comes out and he's like waving a white flag, and he's like so. And well, the trolls got, yeah. essentially they. What they, it turns out is the trolls lost a member of their group, and they want it back. Yeah. And uh, the how, Egon, how Egon understands them because they're literally talking know. like, and Egon's like, oh yes, uh, I understand. Uh, like, it, yeah, it appears it, they've lost a member of their their troop. And then he, yeah, he translates it like a boss. Yeah. So he volunteers them. Volunteers them. We'll find your missing guy within twelve hours. No, he. They don't say within twelve hours. They go. The trolls go and grab an hourglass, and they're like. They're like, rah, 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 rah. They're like, they say we only have 12 hours to get them back, or they'll send the fireflies to get us. Mm-hmm. And they're like, fireflies? That sounds pleasant. And then these They're like, large birds made of fire that explode on contact. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're, they're essentially fly faces on bird bodies that are, that are on fire and that spit fire. And they're like, whoa, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's, we need to find this troll guy, because fuck these things. 
Yeah, and and so they they're like, well, okay, so they, let's go look, and they split up. I, I believe it's Egon and Peter and Ray and Winston. Wait, wait, wait! Before this, they're trying to they're trying to decide where they can oh, go. Oh, and Ray wants to think like a troll. Yeah, they're trying to decide where to go. <laughs> where where would a troll be? So they're like, we we'll have to think like a troll. And he's like, oh yeah, that, this is when Peter's being a smarty bitch. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, fucking do that, Ray. Let's see how that works out. Think like a fucking troll, Ray. That's a great idea. That's a great fucking idea, Ray. And then he's like, if I was a troll, I'd be somewhere. Somewhere dark and cramped, and so that's when they. What do they go? The Holland Tunnel. Uh, well, no. Well, they that, think to go there. Well, they think to go there, but but that ends up being Egon and Peter. Egon and Peter. So Egon and Peter go there, but, and then but, Winston is like, "No, if I was a troll, I want to see the bright lights. I would be in. I would be in Grant. Or what? Where does he say? I'd be in. Um, damn it! What's the place in New York with all the lights and the billboards? Oh, uh, Grant's. Uh, sorry, um, I was saying not Grand Central Station. It's where the, the, all the lights are, where they do New York. Oh, where like Guy Fieri has this crappy restaurant. There's yeah. an Olive Garden now. No, it, it's, yeah, it's rocking New Year's Eve in Times Square. He was gonna go to Times Square. Uh, well, Times Square is not what it once was. So well, whatever. It, it, that's well, where, Times that's... Square is now full of all Olive Gardens and Guy Fieri restaurants, full of like shit food. Listen, if um, I want to have a heart attack and die and and be happy in life and go out eating food, I want to go to the Guy Fieri's Heart Attack Cafe. If you want to go eat mediocre food, then you go to Guy Fieri's Cafe. There's right. great food like three blocks away. So, anyways, so, so they um, they split up because Winston thinks the, that the that the troll is going to go to Times Square. And Ray thinks it's going to go in the Holland Tunnel. Yes. So Peter and Egon end up going the Holland Tunnel. Peter and Tunnel, yeah. And what's funny is when they split up, Ray makes a reference to a movie that I don't know if anybody caught. Definitely no okay. fucking kids. So with- I, I wrote it down, but I don't know what it's from. Ray, so, Ray, so Ray, makes- says, Ray says, there can always be giant ants, like in Santa Clara in 1950. What is that from? So... So this is a this is a reference that no one watching the show in the target demographic would have fucking got. This is a reference to the movie Them. Oh my god, with, really? With the giant radioactive really? Yes, with the giant radioactive <laughs> ants. Jesus. So they they end up the end of that This show is obviously not written for yeah, kids. The end of that movie, they end up the ants are in a town in California in like a tunnel. Yeah, that's how Santa the Clara. Yeah, that's okay. how the movie ends. So I was sitting there thinking like they did not just fucking reference them. But they did. <laughs> they what? did. See, I didn't even I didn't even realize what that I watched that sh- I watched that movie one time like maybe 10 or 15 years ago and only because like it's kind of an iconic like 1950s sci-fi film yeah. and I'm into that weird shit, but I didn't pick that up. Yeah, at no, all. I didn't I even like, know what the hell that was yeah. from. I, I was like, they didn't fucking. Um, oh my god. So, so Peter, so Peter and Ingon are together, and Ray ends up with Winston, and first we end up with Egon and and Peter, and they end up in the Holland Tunnel, and they're looking for this this troll essentially that's missing, and I don't remember how they ended up, why they thought to go to the Holland Tunnel. But they did. Well, that's because... And and Egon has this line where he goes, I've got to say this, Peter. You really should get in better shape. No, okay. And then Peter goes, I've got to say this again, Egon. I never liked you or your family or your dog. And they're doing it because they're they're literally running and chasing after... They're chasing after the trolls. And Peter is, like, getting winded. And Egon is in front of him. And he looks back and they have this exchange. So what's funny is, in the movie... Or, in the movie... So they they go to the Holland Tunnel because they think that the troll's going to want to go somewhere dark and cramped. 
Right, but so, how they got to that being the so, Holland Tunnel and not the Lincoln Tunnel or something like that? I don't, know. I, I don't so know. So they're, they're driving in there and they're stuck in traffic. And they're like, we're never going to fucking find this troll stuck no. in traffic. And we're running out of time because they're on a time limit. Yeah. So they literally get out of the Ecto 1 and they just start walking. And then they see the troll. They see the troll in the but back still, of like a produce truck. I like, still don't understand how they thought Holland Tunnel was the answer. I don't know. They didn't have the rights to Lincoln Tunnel. Who knows? Or the Jersey Turnpike. I don't know. They so they see that they see the troll and they start chasing after it. And that's when they, that that's when that whole exchange happens. Which and I I have to I have to say I laughed out loud. I did too. I did. I laughed out loud and I rewound it so I could listen to it again. Yeah. And then I, and then I wrote it down because it's it's so quick What's, and it happens so fast. That if you're not really paying attention, you're not really gonna notice it. What's like funny? if you're watching, if you're gonna, if you're gonna go and watch a show with your kids, your kids will not get the joke at all. They won't even hear it. They're just like, okay, there's a, a chase with the Ghostbusters and the troll. But if you're paying attention, there's a lot of these like little moments where, as a parent or as an adult watching this, you're totally gonna get. But if you have kids that you're watching, a nephew or uh, niece or kids or whatever that you're watching with. Um, they're not going to get, but it will hit. It will hit you directly. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there really are. There's a lot. It's just An- like it's animation just like, wise. It's just like in the movie too. There's so many things that happen in the movie where it's like really quick, and you're like, Wait, what? Well, okay. So I'm born in '83. The movie came out in '84. I watched this movie a lot when I was a kid in the '80s, late '80s. Uh, you know, five, six years old. So talking '89 or so, '88, '89, yeah. '90. And I watched the movie a ton. But there's a lot of stuff I missed and did not understand yeah. until I went back and watched it again as an adult. And so if you're going to go back and watch this show as an adult, I feel like there's a lot that you'll actually notice. That's I mean, what happens a lot of times with these type of cartoons is that like the animator, I mean, the people that animated and wrote and did everything for this show, they're all fucking adults too and it's right. just like it's just like in Looney Tunes but to a lesser degree. It's just like in Looney Tunes, classic 1940s era, 50s era Looney Tunes where the animators and the writers and the actors all threw in shit that wasn't for the kids. The kids weren't going to get well, it. Well, to be fair, if we if we're going to just for a second discuss Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes, um, there was no TV in the 30s and yeah, 40s. Yeah, were, they were shorts in front they were, of movies. They were shorts in front of and, and at the end of movies. Like, uh, the way that they would do, like, wartime, like, uh, updates. And so... Dateline! Yeah, so yeah. you would essentially, you would go to go see, say, Gone with the Wind or something, and you'd have a Looney Tunes cartoon and a story about the war in front of it. Yeah, if you've ever seen if you've ever seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit, that's a good way to yes. That's a good way when when he's hiding in the movie theater and he's and he they're at the beginning of the movie, they're watching a Goofy cartoon from Disney. Yes. And he's like, "Oh, I love Goofy." And then it's like a newsreel after that. And he's like, "Oh, fuck this newsreel." Yeah, it would be like Goofy, it would be a cartoon and then newsreel and then the actual film. Yeah. And and that was how they essentially were writing for adults and all ages. Now, at the time there was no like, oh, well, don't take your kids to see this movie. It was like, this is the only form of entertainment, and movies were cheap, and they were readily available, and so people would just take their kids to see everything. So every movie was every demographic. There was no like trying to write a there's movie no for MP- a sub-son- sub-genre. Yeah, there's no MPAA rating system. Yeah, there, Every there, movie is everybody, all there, audiences. There was no idea of a, quote, chick flick. So romantic comedies of the day were good romantic comedies whether you're a man or a woman, everybody found them to be interesting. Everybody loved Roman Holiday. Well, no, I was going to mention It Happened One Night, which is uh, the movie that Brett Butler won his Oscar for. Brett Butler? The comedian? No, no, sorry. Not Brett Butler. Um, you know what Brett I'm Butler? About. Brett Butler, yeah. So, yeah, he won an Oscar. Grace Under Fire? That show? No, God, no. Um, 
No, so... A woman named Brett. I just thought about that. That's weird. Yeah. Um, Brettany? What? I don't know. What's... <laughs> I never mind. Yeah, we're, so, we're going too far. So, but but that... The, the, it happened one night. It's this uh, iconic film. It, it's one of the few films that have won the big four. And, and so th- these kind of movies were written for everybody. And Looney Tunes and all these cartoons are written for everybody. And what's cool about that is this show kind of fits into that model which is why you can go back and watch this show or classic Looney Tunes or classic Disney and even as an adult be entertained. Yeah. Um, so back with, to the back so to the show. With that, with that said, Egon and Peter are chasing the troll and the troll ends up hitching a ride on an ice cream truck. Providence, perhaps. Going the opposite um, direction. Going the opposite direction. So you got you cut to Winston and Ray in in uh, Times Square looking Frustrated. around for the troll. They can't fucking find him. And they decide to go get ice cream. And who is working the ice cream truck but the troll? But the internet troll. The internet. And so they're ser- they get served ice cream. And they then- realize that it's the troll. They're like, whoa, shit. Yeah, and exactly. they start, ch- they start run- literally running after it. And the troll takes off and he leaves. And of course, what happens right after that? Egon, Egon and Peter, Peter show up in the Ecto One. They're like, "Hop in, dummies!" And they all take off together. So they end up going to the Empire State to try and look for the which uh, is the, the most which is the most asinine thing. They're looking for the troll in all of New York, and they go to the Empire State Building, and they go to the telescopes, and they're looking through the telescopes trying so, to find the troll. So the troll is like, okay. The the Holland Tunnel and and where they were is not that close to Empire State. Um, they end up at Empire State, and okay, the Empire State can see like over to Brooklyn and like wherever, like through those telescopes. But you can't like look down and see like on all the cities, uh, like city streets below you. Like if you've ever been to Empire State, you just can't. It just doesn't work that way. But magically, they're able to look down and see that the troll is dancing in an alley. And uh, they can hear music from up there. I don't know how, yeah, because you can't in real life. But but when the when the troll when the troll first shows up and he's got you know he's he's wearing his clothes, he he finds like these eighties breakdancer guys and he's sitting there and he's sort of dancing along to the music that they're playing. Yeah, there's like a ghetto blaster and he's like rocking out. To so it. so it establishes this thing that the troll likes music. So they find the troll listening to music. And they go down there, and this is one of the weird con- con- uh, continuity things where, the, when they're like, "We need to go get that troll. We only have minutes left." And then when they finally go down there, and they try and capture him, they say they've got an hour left. Yeah, it's so weird. It made yeah, like the timing like doesn't make sense, but you know, it's a kids' cartoon. I, I guess it's not supposed so, to. Yeah, but, they they chase him into um, like a discotheque, a dance hall. Type thing. Yeah, they find him dancing in a club. Yeah. And it's really well animated. I have to touch on that. Because they animate, like, every frame of him dancing. Like, that takes way more time than it than, than they should have spent. But yeah. they did. They did it. And it's at this point that Peter actually starts to like the troll. He's like, this guy's fucking cool. I like this guy. Let's not give him back to the other trolls. This yeah. guy's awesome. Like, he wants to be free. Let's let him be free, yo. Yeah. So That's essentially what he was doing in the beginning. He was running away from the other trolls. So, the, they're, they're there, and the time ends up, like, running out. Yeah. So and the trolls the roll main, in, the, yeah. They roll through the city like like Mad Max Thunder. No, they, they jump into the main troll. The main giant troll jumps in essentially like a bulldozer type. Yeah, it's essentially like a like like a Mad Max kind of car yeah. vehicle, and they like roll through the city. 
and the fire the fireflies start burning things and the city's in panic and and everybody's running the ghostbusters try and fight the fireflies by blasting them with the with the proton packs but that doesn't work because it just sort of goes through them well no it makes them bigger does it it does so it makes them bigger so then, of course, the Ghostbusters use water. Well, so Peter and the troll get knocked down into the sewer. They're like running away, and they get and they yeah. End up it's like an accident. So they accidentally splash water in one. Or like, oh hey, no, this they works. turn on like there's like a valve down there. They turn on the valve and it blasts the one that's trying to blast them in the sewer. Right, and it, and it and it's like a. But I mean, like it's accidental in that they're they're yeah. not trying to like extinguish the flame. They're just but trying it, to get away. When they when they blast when they get the. Get the guy with the water. It ends up looking like fucking foghorn leghorn when he gets shot with a gun and all his yeah, feathers yeah, fly I off. Yeah, it looks like a chicken, like a like a deep plucked chicken. Yeah. Um. And so then, so then I they, keep going back to Looney Tunes. <laughs> well, the, the, this show's got a lot of similarities, and the Ghostbusters end up pretending. Well, no. Uh, so that then, then to get rid of the other ones, well, they're, Egon, they're like, yeah, so Egon they use blasts like a, water a water tower, tower yeah. and it and it. Yeah, yeah, it, it douses the other, the other ones. Yeah. But but the Ghostbusters, they come up with a plan like, that they I got don't... an idea. And they don't explain it to us yet. Yeah. But what they do is they they come out, like like they shoot their, their proton packs, and the other trolls basically run The other it. trolls are looking for Like, they're running right. around the city, like, sniffing, looking for... And so the, they shoot their proton packs in a very conspicuous way for the other trolls to see them. The other trolls show up, and the big troll is there... And they fool these big trolls, and they come out with a big, like, kind of carved stone statue of their their weird, fat little uh, flesh tone. Because troll. because remember, the proton packs would either make the trolls turn into stone or more powerful or more powerful. So they bring this thing out, and they they present it to the trolls. The trolls are all sad. They they mourn the loss of their friend. And they're they, like, yeah, they're like, oh, sorry, buddy, he uh, was putting up a little bit of a fight. So yeah. we had to blast him. And they're not mad at the Ghostbusters. Apparently. No, they're like, oh, they're like super sad. It's actually kind of a sad ending. Yeah. Like the, the the trolls are like, damn, our 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 member, our our compatriot. But somehow they don't blame the Ghostbusters. Yeah, they're like weird. Oh. But it so they walk away with this like with this like stone Statue. troll. And in the meantime, it turns out the Ghostbusters like uh, had paid off some kind of sculptor to make a really quick troll in like five minutes yeah. the sculptor is like like okay so every cartoon show we've seen i've noticed this every show we've seen there's some sort of deus ex machina moment yeah so in one of the episodes <laughs> apparently in new york there's an all-night uh there's an sculptor, all-night sculptor sculpture place who can sculpt giant trolls in a matter of minutes yeah and so the troll is free and they, they let him go. They don't let him go. Well, they, they, no, they, they let, do. They let him go, but they... They like, buy even, the troll a, a train ticket to Chicago and send him on his way. And to a friend of Peter's. Who owes Peter $5. Yeah, he's like, well, if he takes care of this guy, then we'll consider that $5 paid. And I was like, that's a really dick move by Peter. Yeah, how is that safe sending a fucking troll to someone who doesn't know what the hell it is? I don't know. But you know what? Fuck Chicago anyway. I don't care. You know what? Chicago's got some pretty good food, though, so... Um, so that's that's episode five. That's how it ends. It's, they send him off on a train to Chicago, yeah. and that's it. No, no explanation. They're that's like it. Da, 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 gone. Um, and then episode six, which is the Boogeyman Kemoth, which, which is probably out of all the out of all so, five out of all six episodes that we've watched, this is the most iconic episode. So the Boogeyman Cometh is the super all over my face. If any of you have ever watched this show, you, I'm sure, I promise, remember this episode or this character, the Boogeyman. Is yeah, the Boogeyman's hard to to not remember. The yeah. Boogeyman is a very distinctive character. He's one of the few in the show that reappears on another episode. Yeah, and he's got a very distinctive voice. It's Frank Welker doing his best Megatron. Yeah, yeah, it is. 
It's, um, it's a lot of this! And it's really creepy. So this was the second episode I showed my kid. And my wife got mad at me because... I <laughs> you showed her right before she went to bed, you I, asshole. I did. Okay, so, so just cliff notes. The Boogeyman is this creature who... He comes into kids' bedrooms through your through the closet and scares them and feeds off of their fear. And I showed this episode to my toddler last night, right before she went to bed. Because, to be fair, I figured, one, it's a cartoon. It can't be that bad. <laughs> two, and you're the parent! Two, two, it's a weekend. Three, I want to get good feedback. Is it truly scary? And four, does it actually prevent them from sleeping at night? The answer is no does not prevent them at night. Yes, she enjoyed the shit out of this episode so much so that this is the exact episode that I'm sure she went home and watched after she left uh, when we went to dinner tonight. And this is probably the episode I'm going to have to make her rewatch again tomorrow. Uh, this episode is great. So, yeah. This episode is awesome. Yeah, it really um, is. This episode starts kind of weird because it starts with this like this, like Bugsy Seagull type ghost that's stolen a semi-truck. Okay, he's yeah. Like, he's like, you'll never catch me, cop-ass. And he's like, we're not the cops, we're the fucking Ghostbusters. Oh, oh you'll never so catch me, Ghostbusters. Winston is a fucking driving machine. You know what's funny is so... So, okay, one of the earlier episodes, Winston is complaining about being, like, having car sickness and about Peter being, like, a like a crazy driver and all this other stuff. This episode, Winston is the most madman of all drivers. One of the things, one of the things about the show is that if you watch... If you watch the movie, the only person who's who's ever shown driving the Ecto One is Winston. It's a total one, driving mistake. Uh, well, like driving mistake. Well, it's the right? only he's the only one shown ever driving it because of the one scene where he and Ray talk about the end of the world. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's the only time you ever see someone driving it besides Ray driving the car in in the very first scene that you see it. Yeah. So. A lot it's, of times, it's assumed that outside of Ray, uh, outside of Winston driving it, that it's Ray, but. But everyone ends up driving it. In the show, it does. Yeah. 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 But so Winston's a driving machine. And and, the, and again, as Sean mentioned, there's this like uh, Bugsy clone. And he has these like big purple lips and a cigarette. Yeah, and it's funny because he like, they, they trap him. Or they, they don't like. He's not, like, not, not you'll never they, catch me alive. Yeah. Papa. Not that they trap him, but they like corner him. And he, he like pulls out the like, you know, he grabs his face in, like in Beetlejuice. And he makes this giant scary face. Like, and. And uh, Peter's like, yeah, that's not scary. Yeah. Yeah, try again. And then and they, No, and they're like, you can't hurt us, so we're not really scared of you. And he's so. like, ah, shit. <laughs> and yeah, then they yeah. blast him, and then they trap him. Yeah, they trap him. But that's like the, that's like the I don't know, the cold opening of the of the episode. Yeah, it's, just, it's a full cold. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like weird. It's just, and so then they're all super tired, but then Slimer slimes Peter's pillow, well, they're trying to get into bed. Yeah, they go back, and it's like the middle of the day, and they go back, and apparently they've been up all night trying to catch this ghost or doing a bunch of other stuff and so they're exhausted so they're gonna go to bed they turn off the lights and yeah peter lies down on the bed and his pillow has been slimed he's like oh fuck and so all the other ghostbusters are asleep and peter's having this giant screaming match with with slimer and he goes into ray's footlocker which he pulls out this ecto bomb yeah, it's Egon's new Ghostbusters like ghost bomb. bomb. Yeah, it's a ghost bomb. It's a go- it's but called a ghost out, bomb. Which I, now that I'm thinking about it, he pulls out a Ray's Footlocker in front of his bed. But anyway, he he threatens Slimer with disintegration because that's what the ghost bomb does. The ghost bomb disintegrates he essentially threatens ectoplasm to destroy Slimer's like 
He's like he's like entire you, well-being. He's like and if, soul. You, if you fuck up one more time, I'm going to erase you from existence, you piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> which is like, a pretty substantial threat. Like like Peter gets kind of dark, you yeah. know. So there's they end up all going to sleep. Yeah, and two kids end up showing up at the at the ghost house. The, I don't know if this is the middle of the night because okay, oh, it's got to be the middle of the night because at this point the Ghostbusters get home. It's already night by the time they get home. They all go to sleep. Peter and Slimer have this encounter. And then they're all asleep. So by the time they all get to sleep, at some point, two small African-American children show up at the firehouse. You can call them black. Well, okay, it doesn't matter. But but I, I only note that because they rarely show like people who are black in kids' cartoons at the time. Yeah. Um, but... I thought too. I didn't... Now, now it's like not a big deal. But like, we're talking 86. Like, it would have been... I was like, like, I, that's cool. But like... Yeah. Uh, I didn't think about like, I didn't think about this till later that yeah if it's the middle of the fucking night because because Janine wakes them up and it's like two kids even if it's not the middle and this of the is night the, this is like 1986 those kids could have get shot yeah even if it's not the middle of the night let's say it's broad daylight yeah these are two kids that have walked across town to the fucking Ghostbusters place to ask for their help right yeah so if it's the middle of the night it's worse but if it's the middle of the day it's still pretty bad because you've got like a girl who's maybe ten and a Boy who's it's like, like eight, six, six, yeah. eight, right and up. and they're they're showing up, and Janine is still there. Did you notice that? Yeah, that's what Janine. Janine when never is... fucking sleeps. Maybe Janine's in a full set of day clothes. Maybe Janine has a little condo in there. Uh, she better because uh, I don't know how else she's gonna go home. Bangarang, Peter. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. So 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 they show up and they this, offer their piggy bank and this to help is, them get the boogeyman. And this, this is, is when, how you know yeah. how much they charge. This is when Peter says, like, we normally charge fifteen hundred for this. Yeah, exactly. So they charge fifteen hundred bucks per per ghost. Yeah. And, uh, and they're like, you can have everything in our piggy bank. And they which shake is like it. Nothing. And then Peter's like, he shakes it. That's when he says, we normally charge 1500 Then he shakes it and he's like, but maybe we can make an exception in this. And then he breaks the piggy bank and he takes all the fucking money. So, no, he, he doesn't do that. No, no, no. Um, but that would be funny if he did. He would. That um, would actually be more in line with his character. It, yeah, it kind of would. But they end up instead going back to the kid's house and they sneak Well, wait, into- wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. No, wait, wait, wait. They say, they're like, okay, kids, tell us what's wrong. And the kids are like, "Well, the boogeyman comes in our comes oh, in our closet," right. and they're and like all the other Ghostbusters are like, "Okay." But Egon, the has boogeyman, this, this Egon has this moment like, yeah. "Oh, the boogeyman!" Yeah, but Egon's like, "The boogeyman, the boogeyman." You say, "Tell me more," and all the other Ghostbusters are like, "Okay, Egon, like tone it down a notch because this is fucking kids talking about the boogeyman coming out of their fucking closet." You 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 fucking plots? What? what yeah, the fuck? like let's go back to bed. We're yeah, tired. like chill the fuck out, Egon. Let's. So is it coming out from under their bed too? Like yeah, and and, and so Egon like, Egon like puts on his big boy pants. He's like, no, I say we investigate this now. No, fire back. And and uh, yeah, and he and everyone's like, whoa, Egon, are you sure? He's like, no, let's go. I'm making a decision. We're going to investigate this. Let's go. And usually Egon like does not care about anything. Oh like, yeah, he's just like he's the most the rational science. one. Yeah, yeah. But in this case, he's like definitely got an emotional. So mind. then they go across town in the middle of the night with these kids, and they go wait, into their wait. fucking house. They sneak into the kids' room. They sneak room. into the fucking house. And, the, and, the, and I'm thinking that's super creepy. But the boogeyman does end up being real, and he comes out of the closet. Yeah. And the boogeyman recognizes Egon. Yeah. He's like, I remember you. The boogeyman has hooved feet. He's got yeah. He's got he's got goat feet. Yeah. He's got goat legs. Normal normal hands. Normal hands. And, and he's and got a, a giant fucking head. giant giant caricatured head. 
yeah. with this kind of like uh, it's a combination of like a like an Elvis haircut with like a spiky hair, and let's just call it a punk pompadour. Yeah, okay, punk pompadour, and then giant like red lips and kind of a pointy nose, and he's he's huge. Yeah, he's so, maybe about like twelve feet tall. Yeah, so he comes through the closet, um, which he has to squeeze through. And they're like... And they can't he, trap him. Yeah, they can't trap him because he's not a ghost. He's he's like... I don't know what he is, but he's not a ghost. He's like a... Something that they d- don't explain. Some kind of demon or something. So they force him back into the closet yeah. with the proton packs. And and as soon as they do... The kids', the kids parents, parents show, show up. up and they kick him out. Yeah, they're like, so, what the fuck are you doing here, Ghostbusters? Okay, so... But it's, it's funny because Peter references how they're all lucky... Uh, that the parents didn't have them arrested, and I was thinking, like, as a parent myself, I would have had these. I would have had these guys arrested. Like, it's the middle of the fucking night, and there's four grown men in my children's bedroom talking about boogeymen. Yeah, I would have been like, you know what? If, it, if anyone's getting arrested, it's you for letting your fucking kids walk across Manhattan in the okay. middle of the fucking night, you piece of shit. But see, they don't know that. But like, I'm just thinking as a parent, like you just wake I, I, you up know, and I you just... walk into a kid's room and you're like, these are four grown ass men in my kid's bedroom. I'm, f- I, well, I'm pissed what and I, I'm freaked out. I just thought of, remember those old commercials where it's 3 a.m. Do you know where your children are? <laughs> no, the, well, Safely secure in my testicles, thank you. Oh yeah, Sean has no kids, but, but, but I do. So if I woke up in the middle of the night at three in the morning. In and the I, middle of the night. And, and I saw three or four Four grown-ass grown men, men in uniform. Just, just growing deep in my daughter. I'd be like, uh, wait a minute! <laughs> wait a minute. No. no Me wh- first! <laughs> so without without the, like, the weird sexual, uh, just <laughs> seeing them in the room is creepy. And, and obviously the parents are upset by this. I like how the mom comes in and she's wearing a fucking do-rag like she's... Like, she's like Mammy from a Tom and Jerry cartoon. <laughs> she's a total caricature. Yeah. But the dad is like he's like he almost seems kind of businessy. Yeah, he's like. Did you see that? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. One of the things that I thought about once the once the, the the boogeyman came through the thing is I was thinking like, did Pixar get the idea for Monsters Inc. from this episode? Maybe because fucking okay, things coming through. Monsters so, come through and feed off of fear. Yeah, because the boogeyman feeds off of the fear. That's what he does. That's his whole mo. Is he feeds off of fear of children. That's why he scares I them. It powers think about them this until this very moment. It powers that is him. Fucking yeah. genius. And and Monsters Inc. The whole plot is monsters go through closet doors. There's like a central area which you find out later in the episode. He's got this central like plane that he exists on, and that he goes through various closet doors that are in his dimension that go to various closets around the world. And he scares children and sustains him. That's the same fucking premise of Monsters, Inc. True. Yeah, I, I didn't even think of that until this very moment. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why. I, I wrote right here. Let, wait, did Monsters, Inc. get its inspiration from this episode? It did. <laughs> it did. It fucking did. Yeah. Or at least we're claiming it did. Yeah. So the boogeyman, it turns out, uh, visited Egon as a kid. And this is the cause for Egon being into uh, investigating the paranormal. And this is the shit that I'm talking about where it, it, it establishes backstories and backstories yeah. for established characters. And that makes sense because because the, the, the question that you always had in the, in the Ghostbusters from the movie is that Egon is such a super science guy. Why would he be... Inve- why would he... You understand Ray. Ray is like super excitable about he's all a, bunch he's of an stuff. He's a, he's a scientist and he's really smart but he's also super excited about all this stuff. You're like, wait a minute. Egon is the one that makes no sense at all. 
because he's the one that has the most scientific knowledge and the most logic. And you would think that he would be like, this is bullshit. Why are we even studying this? This is crap. That he would be a constant, like, uh, uh, voice of reason. Yeah, that like, okay, this could be this. It's but not he a ghost. doesn't end up being. But some. no, he's the one that's like, he's almost the one that's that's the most into it. He's like, now we know why. Yeah, and you know why, and that's crucial information about his character that makes sense of his of his character. Because of that, they decide to try and find a closet that they can use. They go all over the city. They can't and, find. And they it. can't find anything. And Winston wants no part of this. Or so it seems. Yeah, he's like, I got something to check on. And you he guys... says, I've got graves to check on. Yeah. And then he leaves. So. He goes to check on the kids. He goes to check on the kids. Those because, same kids. Because he's a good fucking Ghostbuster. Yeah. No, he's like, you know, and this is established in, in, in like, in he's comics too. He's a good too. dude. No, he's like, he's just generally, a, he's genuinely a good person and he looks out for people. You find out later he was like a former Marine and that he's, he, he's just like, he looks for the, he looks out for people. Yeah. He's a good Samaritan. And so he goes back to check on the kids to make sure that they're okay. And right. as he shows up at their apartment... The boogeyman comes The boogeyman's there. And he's like, oh, no, you don't. And he blasts the boogeyman through the window. They're like four stories up. And he somehow manages Shoots to... Shoots through the window. Yeah, manages yeah. to shoot him through the window so, from the fucking street. So they need someone. It turns out the Ghostbusters need someone with the mind of a six-year-old. Well, they, they need to... They're, so their, their plan is... Oh, so this is something... I'm sorry. I totally forgot about something. So... They're trying to find an apartment or something. They're trying to find a way to get to the boogeyman. Right. Because because Peter says something that I don't think most kids would have gotten. I guarantee most kids would have gotten. He says, remember what they said about Muhammad and the mountain? And they're like, what? He's like, well, if we can't find a way to get to the boogeyman, let's find a way to get the, the boogeyman, boogeyman to, to get to, to us. us. I was like, not, not Muhammad, uh, it's Buddha, right? No, it's Muhammad in the is mountain. It, is it Muh- oh, yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah, and... and and so they essentially go on a quest to find a place that they can't find. But then at, at some point, Egon goes, you know, I got an idea. Yeah, they search through a bunch of apartments. And they, they can't they're, find they're like PKEing the, the, the closets in the apartments. And, and none they, of them are right. And now they end up at some random ass apartment in a bad neighborhood. It's all fallen apart. That charges 1500 bucks a month. Which is ridiculous. Which, in 1984. Which is the equivalent of an apartment today for $3,200 a month. Yeah, so downtown so, San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, downtown San Francisco. Um, so it's an apartment for 3200 bucks a month. Uh, they never say anything about this, but I'm pretty sure this is where Egon grew up. Because Maybe. because he says, I've got an idea. And his I've got, idea I've is, got one more. And he's got one more idea. And he knows exactly where to look. Yeah. How. When. This, this th- that so that's what I was thinking. They don't explain it, but so but they go to the place. Egon scans the closet. It goes off the charts. He's like, "This is perfect. We'll take it." As as Peter is trying to like negotiate the price down a little bit, he's like, "No, we'll take it." It's just like in the movie when Peter's trying to negotiate the price down for the fucking firehouse. He's like, "It's right. It's kind of a lot for a unique fixer upper." And then Egon says that all the shit is bad in the place. And then Ray's like, "This place is great. We'll take it." Yeah, yeah. No, th- this is totally like that. Yeah. And in the meantime, they need somebody to pretend to to lie. We need someone who's got the mind of a child. Yeah, according to Egon, the mind of a six-year-old. So they're, they're decorating. They're decorating the room. They're putting to look like, like a children's yeah. room. And, and they dump Ray, a bunch of animals on the, the the bunch of stuffed animals on the bed and raise like dopey dog. Which is uh, I, I I think these were probably stuffed animals from Egon's childhood or something. Do you re- no? It's not because there's an episode. I don't know if you remember. There's an episode that's like a Disney allegory episode. Where uh, I, I can already tell you, I don't remember. Okay, so there's an episode where they go to investigate 
what's essentially Walt Disney's house. And it's you know it's a it's a creator of like a beloved childhood. Also, oh, Dopey Dog is like Dopey their universe's equivalent of of, of Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Mouse. Okay, and so like he goes to he goes to in in that further episode they they like search for this guy who's been pulled into this alternate universe based on his creation. It's a, anyway, the the Dopey Dog comes back is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So it's a reference later. Yeah. Okay. So at, at any rate, Ray, Ray lays in bed and he pretends to be a child. Yeah. And Boogeyman ends up coming in to att- to to try and get Ray. He's like... <laughs> and Ray busts out like a mofo and all of the, the Ghostbusters are like hiding in the other room. They all jump through the door and they attack the Boogeyman. And the Boogeyman knows that and something's up. He's like, something's going on here. And so they all they all attack the Boogeyman and the Boogeyman goes back into the closet and, and what happens is it's they, like a portal. Yeah. And the portal closes after the Boogeyman goes back through but in this case they shoot the portal with their proton packs and it keeps the portal open and they all chase in after they, they chase into the the alternate reality that is the boogeyman's domain yeah and that's when like they weird warped world everything's topsy-turvy uh stair they, they walk on stairways and end up upside down yeah if you've ever um, played the if you've ever played the ghostbusters 2009 video game there's a much there's a very similar kind of world that they go to it, it's like Manhattan. It's like the reverse Manhattan that they go to. Well, and, things are upside down. In the library. Yeah. There's like weird shit going on that doesn't make sense. Physics doesn't work. Well, and so they they chase him around through here for a little bit. And then they attack him and the boogeyman leaves. And they chase him out into the real world. And yeah, they, they do in like, and out, in and out, in yeah, and out. Yeah, it's like a Scooby-Doo type like thing. Like a Scooby-Doo they, they're, door yeah, gag. Yeah. They're, they're, going from, they're going from closet to closet chasing chasing him. Yeah, and they're going into Boogeyman's world and into the real world. Boogeyman's world, the real world. Back yeah. and forth, back and forth. So they end up back in uh, the Boogeyman's world. They fall into this thing and they get captured and they use their packs to blast out. And what happens is, is they realize, wait, we've got this bomb Let's, yeah, they they brought the ghost bomb that they yeah, that, that Peter they, had threatened Slimer with earlier, right? Uh, and so they decide to use it, but it doesn't have enough power. No, so they decide to link all of their proton packs together and like overload them essentially. The, yeah, yeah, to charge the bomb up. At this point, they're all out like on this uh, like little platform, it, and there's like a, a walkway it, back. To it like looks a, like it looks like uh, the Boogeyman's throne because there's like a chair there or something. Yeah. yeah. So they, so they link them all up and they're going to blow the whole place and up. And Egon volunteers to hold up the boogeyman. Yeah, the boogeyman shows up and, and Egon's like, like, "You and what army?" Yeah, whatever. and and Egon Egon's like, "I'll hold them off. You guys get out of here." And at this point, the for whatever reason, the, uh, the boogeyman opens up the closet to the real world where the kids are, and the, he's like, "I'm going to get them, and then you next or something." Yeah, he's like, "You you watch while I destroy the Ghostbusters." So, but then the kids come through the doorway and they toss a bunch of marbles down. Yeah. Because, um, because Winston tells them once when he blasts them before he tells them remember if you're not scared he can't hurt you which is easier right. said than done so then they realize that like we have to help them we can't we have right. to not be scared. so they come through the doorway and they make fun of his large giant head yeah which is totally like you're like your your head's giant and you smell and your breath smells which is completely accurate because his head is fucking stupid big it is kind of d- stupid big yeah and they throw marbles down and it trips him. And so what ends up happening is the proton packs and the, the bomb connect together. They overload, and they all end up back in reality. They all end up back in the kids' room. They all run out of that, that thing. And the, the, the 
the boogeyman pulls himself up and he's going to chase after him. But then he turns around and he sees, oh shit, this shit's about to explode. So for whatever reason, he runs back to the proton packs and then kaboom, everything explodes. And a big plume of explosion smoke flies out of the closet and then all gets sucked back in. Right. And, and so as far and then as the parents like, come and they're like, what the fuck just happened? And like... Well, and then finally they believe them. Okay, you're not pedophiles breaking into my children's room for sex. You're you pedophiles here. breaking into my children's room for just companionship. And and to bus ghosts. And so they all Is that what the kids are calling it these days? That, a companionship, that's right. I want to yeah. go bust some ghosts. Yeah, bust, bust some uh, Snapchat companionship. Busting makes me feel good. Oh, creepy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so busting, they escape busting. back to reality and they're exhausted. Yeah. And Slimer is hiding inside of one of the lockers, and Peter opens it up, and Slimer oh. pretends to be the boogeyman and scares them, and that's that's yeah. it. And that's, that's when it. that's Peter grabs a proton pack, he's like, It's the boogeyman, and then it's Slimer, and he's like, I'm gonna fucking blast him. And they're like, No, no, Peter, and it's like it it, it ends up ending with like a womp womp when Peter's trying to just destroy Slimer again. Because yeah. this happens a lot. Peter oh. ends up trying to destroy Slimer a lot. So that's the end of our our episode run of uh, Ghostbusters. And, and, you know, I said this at the beginning, and I'll say it again, that this show has lived up to all my expectations. I loved this show as a kid. I loved it so goddamn much. And it has not disappointed. I watched these episodes, and I was laughing along with them. I was entertained. These stories are compelling, as as compelling as cartoons can be. And like I said... It takes existing characters and it builds on them. It takes existing storylines and characters and, and themes and it builds on them and it, and it really enhances the entire story. And I said this at the beginning and I'm, and, I, and I'm totally sticking to it, is this show, this cartoon, really set the stage for the expanded mythos of the Ghostbusters. Yeah, the comics and everything else. Everything everything else in the Ghostbusters universe was derived from this cartoon. You have the two movies that are the standalone movies. By the time the Ghostbusters cartoon was made, there was only one movie. The second right. movie happened while the, the, the while it was in production. The gap. Yeah. yeah. So, but this show, this show created characters, it created situations, it created it created backstories for the existing characters, and those backstories were carried through to the the current media, the comic books, any kind of show that they make now will be based on this. Yeah, there's an extreme Ghostbusters cartoon show with other characters, a whole other team. And uh, even those introduced. characters were were drawn into the overall mythos. Right, based off of this show. I, I have to touch on really quickly, because I, I did not... I mean, I watched the show as a kid. I grew up on it. Some of these characters are super... like. The boogeyman and and the poltergeist are very iconic. Uh, the Sandman, who's uh, the next uh, Ghostbusters episode, episode seven. The Halloween one, uh, I can't remember his name. Samwin. Samwin, yeah. And and the Hall- the Christmas one. And, I mean, I have a lot of memories of the show, but it wasn't for me what it was for Sean. Oh. And, and and so I I actually mentioned to Sean, and I have to eat crow because I told him that I think this was going to be bad. I told him I thought it was going to be terrible. After the first episode, didn't you say you're like, okay, this I, show's kind of bad? So I started watch. I started watching the first episode. I got about five, eight minutes into the first episode. I was like, this show's like not going to be. Great. Yeah, you sent me a text. You're like, it's not that great. I was like, it's not that great. And and then uh, I ended up finishing the episode. I was like, I can't text him now because I'm wrong. And, and it ended up being so good. You know what it is, though? The, 
the the animation is done so like they take so much care except for the one scene in the one episode that I pointed out but that's like a, that's an anomaly they, they take so much care in 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 drawing the characters and being creative with the ghosts and the voice actors seem to actually care at least at least halfway more than everybody else seems to about doing a good job and and that's really more than we get out of most of these shows I mean really honestly and because of this, we end up with a bunch of um, other characters that are really interesting. Female Ghostbusters that we see later on in the comics that end up kind of taking over the mantle for the Ghostbusters. Um, not like the movie. The movie's a, essentially a, the new movie. Uh, 2016 is a reboot. But Yeah, and that's, that's... Not to get too much into it, but that's what the problem is. is there was already existing female characters in the mythos that they could have used. There was... There was Kylie. There was also God. I can't remember her name, but there's a, like there's another female. There were several, and yeah. they're really cool, and they're interesting, and their their story is fleshed out. And they could have used them, and they chose not to. They they essentially decided we're going to reboot. Uh, my problem with reboots, for the most part, is that you're essentially saying that the first one that we made was junk, and we need to remake it because the first one wasn't any good. I mean, make a sequel or just make a different movie. Like, the, all of the actresses who are in this new movie are, are good actresses who are funny in other stuff. I just think that, you know, again, we haven't seen the new movie personally. We're going to wait till it's out on, on video to, to see it. But, but I, I think that was a lot of our complaint, especially from the beginning. And this show, what's cool about it is, is they just, they build on it from the past. And then they make new stuff moving forward. Yeah. They say, we can have an existing franchise and then we can get creative moving forward. Yeah, and that's... I, I, I think at the end of the day, it, would we recommend this? Oh, fuck yeah. 100% yes. I would say this it's, is... It might be a... Uh, you have a two and a half year old who seemed fine with it. It might be a little scary for really, well, really young kids. I think each kid's different. I mean, my kid's two and a half and like... You know, she eats raw sushi and, and can count on her own. And, and I mean, like, and she, not every kid's the same. Okay, you raised Einstein. That's fine. I didn't raise Einstein, but she's very. She's a very independent kid who seems to like... She's a weird kid who likes all the villains and scary stuff. Well, then she's too. got something going for her. Yeah, pro, I, mean, she, I mean, I just ended up raising kind of a weird kid. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, if you got a three, four, five-year-old, they probably will enjoy this. Yeah, I would say this show's age range would be... I mean, three to ten. I would say f- probably, honestly, I would say like maybe three to fourteen. Maybe, yeah, yeah. And, and honestly, as an adult, you'll probably enjoy it too. Yeah, I would recommend watching this if you get a chance to to uh, if you find it online. You know what? <laughs> if you're 25 or older, you probably watched Ghostbusters as a kid, probably. And if you didn't, uh, your family Shame failed on you. Your family failed you miserably. Yeah. But if you did, go back and watch this because it's great. It go really back is. and watch it because because. There are instances where you're like, okay, this is obviously toy fodder, and it's... Like the Ecto-2. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. But who fucking cares, because the toy was great. It really was. No, I had the toy, and it had... I remember it had, had like, a trigger that you would pull, and it would spin the blades faster. Totally. I also remember ruining carpet with the slime that came with some of the Ghostbusters toys. Oh, yeah. It would get stuck in them. Oh, yeah. It was essentially just, like, cornstarch. Cornstarch in water with, like, food dye. And I would like play with it. It would get on the carpet, and then you would... and then you say, "Well, fuck it." And then your parents would get mad at you for getting yeah. porn starts on the carpet. Oh so. yeah, it was bad. But, but no this this show is this show is actually really good for for what it was. Even now, you know, fuck, twenty five years more than that. Almost it came out in eighty six. It's it's thirty years later. 
it's yeah, I mean, still we're, good. We're doing. Uh, we're not gonna watch. We're not gonna post episodes on Ghostbusters after after this for a little while. We're gonna take a small break. We're gonna we're gonna cover something else, and then we'll go back. We we want to finish the first season because there's other episodes that are way more iconic than than the ones we covered. We are gonna finish season one. Right? Yeah. For yeah. sure, but we're not we're not going to cover them, uh, you know, in a way that overloads everybody listening with Ghostbusters. Yeah, do yourself a favor and, and watch them too. Watch them, watch them. Uh, you know, if you if you watch the or if you've listened to this episode and you want to catch more, you know, do yourself a favor and, and watch the episodes. Do yourself a favor and grab like the the comics. Um, I I uh, went through my comic stash and I found that I had an extra edition of the IDW yeah, uh, I'm Volume take it One. Home and read it. And so. I gave it I gave it to Chris because for whatever reason I had two. Um, but so it's, it's it's really good and the the uh, the authors of the IDW comics are actually they actually take the characters and they 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 uh, they expand continue, on them. Yeah. They expand on them and they, they, all the characters in the comics are it's just like in the it's just like in the cartoon, cartoon they're. Show. Reflections of the characters from the movie. They carry on those personalities. Yeah, they're torch carriers of oh, yeah. the past. So Yeah, it's not like it's not like it's completely different. It's no. not like yeah. So 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 I think what what Highly we, recommended. What what do we want to be uh, doing next? God, I don't know. We talked about doing maybe Jim. Jim or yeah, Power we, Rangers. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of we've been doing a lot of boy centric cartoons from the past. So we thought maybe we should uh, throw in another the only real female Female centric cartoon that we've done so far is My, My Little, Little Pony. Pony, and every girl we've talked to who we've actually had to watch an episode has hated it. Has hated it and said it was terrible. Yeah, um, so and wondered why it ever got made in the first place. Should we do Jim? Uh, I, I, you know what? Let's do Jim. I'm, I'm writing it down. We're doing Jim. Truly outrageous. Um, and uh, may God have mercy on our souls. Seriously, <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's going to be good or not. I know there's a movie that got made and that it was beyond terrible, and I'm really excited because I haven't watched it yet. And I really want truly, to. Truly, truly, truly outrageous. It very well could be. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so we'll I'm, do Gem. Next. I can't say that I'm looking forward to that, but it's going to happen. Just like My just, Little Pony did. Just like a drunk prom date doesn't matter. It's going to happen. Uh, God, that sounds awful. <laughs> uh, that sounds un un. That just sounds so unappetizing. Uh, you know, I, I had some memories of Jam. I, I remember it being kind of fun. We'll see. I actually, you know, I'm going into completely blind. I only ever saw, like, commercials for the show. I never watched it, ever. So, again, I had some girl cousins that, that I grew I had guy and girl cousins, but I had girl cousins. They're all three sisters, and, and I definitely watched Jam. And I remember it being kind of fun. Uh, there's a, a rocker group that's like the rival, and so there's what are their some, names? Uh, the I can't remember at the moment, but but we'll watch it, and yes. and it'll be fun. We are going to finish out Ghostbusters. In fact, we're going to do one on the movie as well. Yes. Uh, but we'll do all of that later. Uh, for now, Gem is next week. So. Oh Jesus. So let's do it, Sean. Let's all right. do it. All right. Well, if you want to talk about this episode or talk about or talk about us, talk about uh, whatever you thought about this episode. Um, you can always hit us up on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at RemasteredCast. That is at RemasteredCast. Uh, if you want to send us an email, that's ChildhoodRemastered at gmail.com. And we have Facebook. We do have a Facebook. If you search for Childhood Remastered on Facebook, there should be no problem finding us. Let us know what you think. Comments. Questions, concerns, complaints. Um, we'll ignore all the criticisms because we do this for free and you should be lucky to have it. That's right. So fuck you. <laughs> no, just kidding. Unless you're complaining about it, then fuck you. But, ha! Yeah. Anyway. 
Um, so that'll do it. Yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this trip down memory lane. I, I know I did. I thought yeah, it was a lot of fun for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I've actually I've already watched several of the upcoming episodes. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and I haven't taken notes on them. I just watched them because I wanted to watch them. Yeah, just just awesome. blind. Just wanted to watch them. Yeah. So, so um, until then, uh, this has been Sean and Chris, and this has been your childhood remastered. We will see you next time. Bye.